you've got to continue to hustle the uh, residential, even though the salespeople piss you off and take 50 on a 10, 50, 50 split. If you're in the South, yeah. you're in a regulated market. They don't, they don't do that. But um, those big jobs and doing that, buying boats. You know how many times I've heard that? Buying a boat. Buying, buying a boat. Truck. How about buying a boat for a roofer heading in the off season? <laughs> and that happened this year. You did it really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that happened to uh, uh, this year. And and again, I'm. I mean, I'm not saying don't go have fun and spend some money. Hopefully, that I don't know if the guy who bought that wasn't fine. I don't know. Yeah, he might be fine. I'm not his mama. I'm not his daddy. <laughs> He's, he can do what he wants. I'm just telling you stuff I see over and over again. And a lot of the stuff that I see like this, people will call and they really don't even have any money to market or do anything because they were going and now they're not or something changed. One of the other things that they do is not reinvesting. So money comes in and really it's this perfect time to get like stabilized, right. you know? And it's like, oh, I've got hundreds of thousands of dollars. Maybe I should become the most, you know, secure presence online organically that I can, but oops, that almost never happens, right? Right. Hey there guys, it is Nolan and Jason for Howdy. Roofing Webmasters here. We're gonna talk about why taking a year off will ruin your business. And and uh, <laughs> why, why do we even have to talk about it? <laughs> because it's interesting and I've heard it so many times. It's not just taking a year off, it's, uh, it's like buying a boat or an F-350 or yeah. taking a vacation. It's about, um, taken off and and getting a big job and then only charging big money and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, thinking you're a You'd big job You'd be surprised how often. So I, it just I'll, makes, when you say it, it makes me think of a, a kids taking their gap year from college and then of course they never go back. Yeah, and I, I'll, we're gonna bring marketing back around in this too, by the way. So we'll talk about the marketing aspect of this. Um, I had a an interesting situation um, happen, and uh, we don't mention anybody. This is not even a client uh, on these stories, but these are stories that I hear from people kind of failing and and trying to work stuff out. Some of these guys make a lot of money, and then they just kind of peter out from there. And it's like, why does it happen? It's worth, this one's worth listening to, so that you don't do this because whether you think you would or not, I've done versions of this. Myself, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've done versions of that. I wasn't going to say yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, getting my grandpa, who isn't around anymore, used to call it getting too big for your britches. And, uh, and it's not just getting too big for your britches, because that would imply I never was like super egotistical or anything. It's just that you forget what brought you to where you were. You can't drop it. You can't just well, there, all I, I stop. think there's a natural tendency that I've hit this level and I don't want to go back. Yeah, I deserve to not to have I, to I do this. I deserve to just be at this level. Yeah. yeah, You know, what's interesting to me, uh, I'll give you an example of this. We have a someone that we're talking to right now, and it's always irritating me because we're sitting here doing a podcast, right? And um, I'm, I'm one of the owners of the company. Jason basically manages the whole company. He's a combination of our creative director and uh, chief operating officer here. But we're sitting here doing this. And so I was talking to a client the other day and I'll give you aspects of this. He, he put me off to his marketing director, you know, the Dr. Evil quote. So yeah. the marketing, <laughs> marketing director. Marketing director. There you go. They can do it better <laughs> than me. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and the marketing director called. I'm like, well, who are, and, and I don't, listen, if you're a marketing director watching, I'll be nice enough to you, you know. Um, but I, <laughs> I'm like, well, well, let me just double check what, you know, are you on staff? Or are you, 
a third party because I want to make sure I'm not getting, you know, somebody digging me for information. I'm yeah. just some chump talking on the phone. <laughs> um, hey, what do you do there, Nolan? Well, watch the podcast, man. You can go glom off of me all you want. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, so I'm talking to this guy and he's like, no, no, I, I work up there and do multiple things. So this guy has a marketing director, but I know from being in business for years that it's one of the duties you don't shrug off. And right. unfortunately, I've learned to do certain duties and never get rid of those duties. And I mean, unless you're, unless you're really, I mean, I don't know. You'd have to be balling to the point that you're retireable, right? Yeah. If you're gonna do that. <laughs> and then you have to be willing to lose your business. So things that would take in a year off, changing your business drastically, all of a sudden, your marketing, I mean, come on, the most important thing in the business to say, oh, I'm gonna let this lackey over here that doesn't know Jack. I don't like dealing yeah. with it, so I'm gonna take someone mm -hmm and just sort of hand it off, and I'm yeah. just gonna ignore it and hope it goes well. There are very few people, guys, and I know y'all know this, that work within the company that give two craps about the business. Right. You know, so one of the very few ones in here is obviously Jason, and we work with him on a lot of stuff, but you think that the person that you hand it off to cares as much as you do to figure out what's going on, and then they come back to you with half knowledge and throw a bunch of paperwork down, you're the one that has to find out and gut check this stuff. If right. you started, um, so I'll give you, I, I'm gonna use this as an example because this isn't a client guys or anything, but um, I, you know, and a lot of, a lot of roofers will uh, put on Christmas lights in the, in the off season. In the off yeah. season. But if you're doing it because you're hurting, well, that's bad. So, uh, you know, right? Right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. Um, if you're doing it because you want to and it's part of your service model, fine. I'll tell you this though, if you market well, you, you won't have to. You'll right. work you're doing your bit. You might up north. I mean, you might. I don't have anything against I know some of it can be lucrative. Yeah. But this, uh, so someone came to do Christmas lights. Yeah, especially like yeah, if you're in an affluent neighborhood doing but, yeah, a high Yeah, so, so somebody had taken design. a year off to do something. And I'm telling you, it's not, it's multiple times I've heard this. Wow. And, and it may That's not just, just bizarre to it me. It may not just be the year <laughs> off. So this guy, the guy had worked on a really expensive home, yeah. and then the business fell apart during that time frame, and then he has to do because his focus went over because his focus went the off. wrong thing. It went over yeah. to the wrong thing. It's not just that I won't harp on that because this is a cool guy, but um, but yeah, it'll it'll kill you because you end up losing people. You people that are working with you see that you aren't focused, see that you're out there doing this thing, and it really isn't helpful for it if you get disassociated, which again, I've done a version of this myself. I won't go into detail on my own self, but, um, but yeah, so. I'll call me, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you. So yeah, I mean, I'm really focused on the business right now. We're growing rapidly, right? right. Yeah, so um, you've got to stay focused even when you get the big deal. I'll give you another story that I had heard from a, a guy that had done, um, um, had gotten really just this massive commercial job. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like huge building, yeah. huge job, made all kinds of money, and then went and spent it on a pretty smart purchase and got like some commercial property to work on. But in the interim, he didn't really quit working. He just wouldn't accept anything unless it was a huge profit too. Yeah. And so like he, a, he, he got that I won't get out of bed for less than $100,000 yeah. attitude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was way more than that, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, so he, um, he had gotten one of those jobs and then kind of started scoffing the smaller stuff. Yeah. In fact, we're building software right now, right? Right. Just for that purpose. I can't wait. Yep. Can't wait for that. So we've got software so sweet that we're going to bring it to the industry. 
for been working we, on it for, for what, years for what we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, uh, when you when you when someone signs up with us, there's an extremely nice program internally that doesn't exist, right? For, for anybody else. For yeah. anybody else. Yeah. But um, but anyway, so so when you get these big jobs, you cannot start to scoff the little jobs or raise prices too much. You can't jump solely to commercial until you're ready. You know, right. you've got to continue to hustle the uh, residential, even though the salespeople piss you off and take 50 on a 10, 50, 50 split. If you're in the South, yeah. you're in a regulated market. They don't, they don't do that. But um, those big jobs and doing that, buying boats. You know how many times I've heard that? Buying a boat. Buying, buying a boats. A truck. Uh, how about buying a boat for a roofer heading in the off season? And that happened this year. It did it really? Yeah, uh, yeah that happened to uh, uh, this year. And, and again, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying don't go have fun and spend some money. Hopefully, the, I don't know if the guy who bought that wasn't fine. I don't know. Yeah, he might be fine. I'm not his mama. I'm not his daddy. <laughs> He's, he can do what he wants. I'm just telling you stuff I see over and over again. And a lot of the stuff that I see like this, people will call, and they really don't even have any money to market or do anything because they were going, and now they're not, or something changed. One of the other things that they do is not reinvesting. So money comes in and really it's this perfect time to get like stabilized, right. you know? And it's like, oh, I've got hundreds of thousands of dollars. Maybe I should become the most, you know, secure presence online organically that I can, but oops, that almost never happens, right? Right. Or how about this one? Um, the, the taking the year off, taking the year off can be a forced year off for like a storm chaser or just they, yeah, no storm year. Or, or they just had it put upon year. them. Yeah, yeah, like you're in a city and the best thing that could ever happen happened and hail pummeled the entire area and 70 to 80% of the roofs got replaced. Right. And then all of a sudden you look up and you're like, oh, oh my God. 70 80% of the roofs 70, got 80% replaced. 70 80% of the roofs got replaced. Yeah, so, yeah. and that's happened a lot too. And that's sad and that's not even the guy's fault. But guys, if you think ahead with the cash that's in pocket for, the times that come through. I'm talking about mainly taking a year off when someone like knocked it out of the park yeah, and then lost everything, yeah. right? And so I'll give you an example of the, um, we've talked about this one once before, I think, but um, we have a, I won't even mention the city, but we have a client in a city that has about 400,000 people in it. Right. And this city got really hammered with hail about eight years ago. Yeah, like, like a century hailstorm. Yeah, yeah, they got a little bit of hail and it's not in like Texas, so it's not like getting pummeled all the time like North Texas where we are. Um, they, they, they didn't get hit again, they got hit a tiny bit this year. But I was talking to this guy on the phone and I, I like this guy, um, you probably know who it is, but yeah, I, um, <laughs> I, I like him a lot, but I, he, was a, he was a client for a little while and had made some money. I think, and then quit marketing and then came back to be a client again. Mm -hmm. And when I was talking to him, having the first conversation with him, I said, um, I said, hey, um, you know, and he said, oh, there's just been no hail here. It's been horrible. People are leaving the city and they are. They're, they're still to this day, I think, bankrupting out of the city and leaving. He was considering moving his entire family from the city. Yeah. And, um, and I said, hey, you know, is there anybody that that does well in your market. He said, oh yeah, yeah, there's a few guys. I said, so what would be doing well in your market? He said, well, if I did over a hundred a year, I'd just be happy as I could be. This is different per market. You can, you can, you can uh, think that's bad or good, 
But if you're in a bigger market, you want three or four hundred, you know, smaller market, wherever you are. But where this guy was, over a hundred, he'd be making great money and yeah, have, he'd a, be have a great life. Happy as can be. Real yeah. estate costs less. He'd enjoy his life a lot. Yeah. And he's back on the road to doing that. So he came back on and began to market again uh, under, under a special program that we have, by the way, on, um, on paying for leads and stuff instead of uh, the monthly. But he was... Uh, he came back on, but I asked him about these people, and he mentioned four or five people. I, I Google searched them all right on the spot while we're on the phone, and I said, hey, um, I'll call him Bob. I said, hey, Bob, um, these guys are all on the front page of Google. And I was like, well, what is that? Do you think that's a coincidence? Yeah, I said, so, <laughs> so the moral of the story is these are the guys you told me <clears throat> did the best, and just they're up here. In, I think all of them were up there on organic and mapping mm. of some sort high, and two of them were paying for clicks as well. Yeah. And so I said, hey, this isn't coincidental. So the exact people that you told me are at the top search rankings. I said, the moral of the story is here, you had quit marketing and they had continued. Had you continued the entire time, you'd already be one of the ones that you want to emulate, that's your peer, that you want to be like, right? But he had not, and now he's well on the way and, and doing better all the time, of course, because we're working on it. Right. And so Th this actually makes me think of something. We uh, thinking of you know taking a year off or taking a it's season taking off. a year off or it's all. It's but it, it, well, it can also be taking a season off of your marketing. Right. Not not closing your business. Yeah. But we get guys that think, I'm oh, gonna, I'm, I'm real marketing. busy. I don't need this marketing. Mm -hmm. And then we got who's got guys who come at it the opposite way and say, I'm not busy enough. I gotta stop spending money on marketing. Yeah. Both of those guys are wrong. I'm gonna go over to North Carolina and work the storm. I'm yeah. done right for I, now. I don't need anything else right We now. had somebody shut their website down. Yeah, they, they, they shut the their entire website. Was it North Carolina? Down. Yeah, or, yeah they, they took off. So they took where, off where the and went, went over to the coast. They were nowhere near there, by the way. Yeah, they were like three states away. Yeah, and well, I think they had a location in North Carolina, oh, but they, they weren't okay. near the epicenter of the storm. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, so, about, yeah. so they... We had a couple of them go to North Carolina. We had a couple go over, and guys, this wasn't even a storm chaser. The, the, the issue with the storm chaser that I always have is that the foresight's not there. Yeah. Nothing wrong with chasing a storm. I'm not dogging it. I have major respect for someone that can run door knocking crews and all that. Yeah. Um, it's just that nobody wants to do that forever. There's almost nobody that I've ever met. There's one family I know that just loves it, you yeah. know. But most of the people don't love it yeah. forever. They, you know? they would like to settle somewhere. You'd like to watch your child grow up, right? right. And, and then settle somewhere. So you're away for a while. To leave a stable, generating online presence and to go follow a storm that's going to be over in 12 months or less nowadays because yeah. they all flood in yeah, so much. Yeah, you know, hundreds of roofers hit that area. Yes, taking, Maybe a, thousands. taking a year off from marketing, taking a year off from business, uh, getting particular about the way you accept stuff, forgetting what brought you in the first place, uh, delegating, delegating your uh, duties out to other people that don't care on the duties that matter the most, right. marketing and sales. Is that just uh, that doesn't make sense? And that, right? that that doesn't say that you can't ever have someone doing your marketing for you internally, but you better make sure that that's don't just hire some dude off the street. You need someone who's been with you, who's personally invested in the success of your company, yeah. and someone you trust. They'd be unlikely to have that. I mean, it, yeah. it, it'd be unlikely. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I used to I used to run a home security company, and it was much more similar to employment base of a roofing company. Yeah. And uh, we had the ability to get 
a few more within the business that we're in now, but the chances of them finding that internally is just much less likely. Yeah. And it's not yeah. to dog the business model. I wanted to be a commercial roofer for a little bit because I got sick of watching the money that they made, right? <laughs> and I looked into it, but I'm just too busy. So I love roofing. It's just that you're, the potential for you finding who he's talking about is, is low and you guys know that. Yeah. And so it doesn't, and it doesn't make sense to go risk. Even the marketing itself and how is the direction of the company is the most important thing. So that should never be delegated outside of ownership in my opinion, but we are marketing itself. So we work with it together, Right. but we are a marketing company. If I'm not a marketing company, you never delegate that one yeah. ever. Like even I'll give you an example. Steve Jobs didn't delegate that one. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So the he largest. Had a, he had a freaking death grip on that. Yeah. So you don't <clears throat> delegate marketing. Um, we're a marketing company. I trust Jason and a couple other people in the office to help me, but I don't just, I don't just bury my head in the sand yeah. in, on, on that. And no one still has his hand in every bit of marketing. And marketing, I'm do. in it all the time. Yeah. 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 So I trust Jason. I trust a few other people in the office, but I'm in the marketing all the time. That one should never be delegated. And the other one, that you should always be involved in is sales. Right. And whether you're training salespeople or not, you never lighten up on sales. What are you going to do? Give your 100,000 square foot bid, you know, 100, square, 100 squares to somebody else, right? Yeah. Uh, that, that doesn't make sense. 400,000 square foot roof comes in. A client of ours got a bid on that the other day. You, you better be walking that roof. You walk the roof. Yeah. 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 If you're going to, you know, walk off and just decide to turn over your business to someone else to do the uh, sales training. And then that guy leaves and goes and starts his own business. But by then you're scared to sell or forgot how to do it. Right. Or all of a sudden trepidatious to knock the door. If that's what you do, you're going to go to business. Right. And I've had that happen before me personally. Right. Which is why I'll constantly stay into sales. Yeah. Sales and marketing. Anyway, those are the two things you don't ever, ever come off of sales and marketing. You can, you can have people helping you, but you don't ever get your face right up in it. It's got to stay right up in it all the time. So, marketing, there's no point in having anybody helping you. If you can't call, if you can't call around and help pick your marketing company where you're going to spend your money on leads, shame on you. That's how I feel about it. Shame on you, and you, you're going to get what you get. That one's going to bite you. Yeah. Um, sales, it, it's a little different than mine because they have to have salespeople in many cases because yeah. they do more volume on that stuff. But your nose better be right up in it all the time. And if you do have other people doing all the sales you're in it like on a daily basis. You know, you can't just let sales go and go, I hope they close enough. I hope the percentage goes. You certainly can't go take off and spend all the money that you made and then <laughs> run out of money. Which we see that too. Yeah, yeah, and then look up and go, well, what happens sales manager? What's the big whoop? I, this is the way it works. I take the money and spend it and then you make it. And then the guy, cause the guy leaves, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Guy figures out that guy gets it in his head. Well, I can run a company yeah. myself. Yeah. That is how most of it's going to go down typically for this stuff. And once they, there are a few exceptions here where there's institutional roofing companies and they're not going to be watching this anyway, like name brands with hundreds of people working. Yeah. It's yeah. redundancy on top of redundancy. We do have a client that is just bawling it. I'll tell you who it is later, but he, um, he's got dozens of trucks, multi-state operation, He's in sales and marketing all the time. And yes, I spoke to him personally. He's the biggest one we got. He, he's institutional, huge, and he's on it and excited about it. So those things never lose track of. So when you take time off, make a lot of money, don't lose track of this fundamental stuff. If you lose track of the marketing and the sales, 
you're going to go under or something's going to happen. Don't get too big for your britches. That's a good one. Maybe we should do it. We should uh, title it. A whole I may change the title to uh, Don't Get you know, Roofers Getting Too Big for the Britches. There you go. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know how to spell britches, but anyway, well, the writers will figure it out. B-R-I-T-C-H-E-S. Is that it? Britches. Britches. Is that how you spell it? That is how you spell it. Not like barbecue with lots of different uh, no. slang. No. slang. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it for me. You got anything else? I'm good. We'll see you next time around. See ya.